my truck driver and I lived in the cab of my I mean, everything was real depressing. There wasn't any anything that was... Um, yeah, uh, uh, nothing supportive, nothing, yeah, nothing no suggestions, no, yeah, that's not good. And that's, we that's really a, got onto her about that. Gosh, that's a toxic situation. Yeah. Well, Delaney, I'm sorry, go ahead. She's great. She, she participates in uh, marathons. Um, she had a little brother that passed away in the 70s uh, from... Um, Oh, we had like uh, MA, not what, uh, one of the neuromuscular diseases. Muscular dystrophy. She was from Oklahoma. She used to be Miss Pawnee, Oklahoma. Very talented baton twirler and all that. We used to perform in shows. And anyway, so she got back to doing that. She got back to uh, running in the marathons. And she's very happy. And, uh, she called me, oh, not too long ago, and uh, we just have these little things we'd say to each other. Instead of saying hello, I'd see it was her, and I'd say something, you know, that we used to say. <laughs> and she just cracked up. She's back to the old Susie, and I'm so glad for her. I'm, I'm so glad That's as good. well. Well, this guy is traveling all over the place. and She helps at um, a support group. She speaks. Uh, to other parents and families, and it's very healthy lifestyle. Excellent. So Good. That's it. That's a healthy contact. Yeah, You're right. I would love. And she would love to go to that. Well, here you are, and uh, thank you, Patricia. It, he's he's up there. This guy is really traveling now. This is um, fourth, fifth, and sixth. I read I read to you those. Now he's doing one, and he, then he goes the ninth, the eleventh the 12th, the 13th, the 14th, the 15th, and he just keeps on going. And these are in different cities. Wow. It's not like on the 12th, he's been in... Around here? You know, when I grow up, I want to be able to do these kinds of things. He's in, on the 11th, he's in Bridgeport, next, and these are all next days now. Bridgeport, Connecticut, Concord, New Hampshire, Boston, Massachusetts, Norfolk, Connecticut, Fort Chester. I mean... How does somebody go? You need you need a sign that you hang around your neck to let you know what city you're in. That's true. Shoo wee. Um, well, Delana, do you want a question tonight? Sure. All right. Are you are you oh, your game? Okay, let's see what we got here. Um, we got all sorts of neat stuff. Are you into detectives? Mm, I'm not very good at it. What what is your favorite? Oh, you like comedy? Oh, what was the show that Dick Powell was? Uh, that was Richard Diamond. Richard Diamond. I like Richard Diamond. I like, but see, I don't keep up with the trivia of it, really. I don't, I'm not. Okay. Even, well, let me. Uh, what's his name? Uh, the one, uh, uh, what was it? Walter that I like, uh, it was, uh, what's his name? Yeah, it's that guy. Yeah, Sam Spade? You're right. That guy. That guy. Um, that guy. That guy's a good one. Sam Spade? Vincent uh, Price? Do what? Was it, is it Sam Spade? Is it Vincent Price? Is the one where he goes, uh, where he keeps the account log and... Johnny Dollar. Oh, Johnny Dollar, yeah. Uh, 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 Frank Lovejoy. Johnny... Nightbeat. Nightbeat. Well, what's Johnny Dollar then? That's Johnny the, Dollar is the one with the expense account. Oh, I thought that was... Nightbeat, the guy with the newspaper reporter. Oh. Frank Lovejoy, Frank Lovejoy, the Nightbeat. Oh, Frank Lovejoy was Nightbeat. Well, uh -huh. Who was Johnny Dollar? 
You do sure is better Bob, Bob Bailey. Bob Bailey? Yeah. Yep. My my hero. Okay, yeah, are you ready? Right, I, but, but see, I, I'm, I don't know anything about the tree. I just, when they come on, I go, ooh. Okay, well, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you a question, and you tell me if you can do this one. This is not a detective. This is something else. Oh, okay. This is comedy. We're into comedy here. Which show had Senator Beauregard Claghorn, Titus Moody, and Mrs. Nussbaum as characters? Would that be Great Gildersleeve? No, 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 nope. no, no, no. Senator Claghorn nope. wasn't on there. I think it's one of the shows you don't like, but. Oh, Joanna. okay. Well, I have to move on. Oh, then. no, I'm giving oh, it a clue. Yeah, don't, well, I All right, here, here we go. Which show had an oval teen shake em up mug as a premium? Would that be Orphan Annie? You right. Good job. Oh, that's really good, Delana. Hey, I'm so smart. You are. You are. That's a good one. <laughs> that's a good myself. one. <laughs> Well, we, we did good. Okay, well, I've got some goodies coming your way. I've got an envelope here that has to go. Oh, yeah. Well, what would you like me to add to your goodie list? You've got Dragnet and Art Linkletter that you wanted added. What else? Um, gosh, I've got Jack Benny and Amos and Andy, right? Right. That's on my list, too. Um, do I love game shows? Game shows? Let's yeah. see, what do I have for um, games? I know I have some game shows. Uh huh. The Goodwill oh, Hour. Oh, oh, yeah. The, the Goodwill. Yeah. The Goodwill Hour. There's a couple. I do have some. Hard to get, or they? Jane, John J. Anthony. Yeah, John J. Anthony. Okay. Problem, madam, or whatever. Yeah, right. And he, yes, he had the credentials of a milkman. Yep. So sure. I, I. I'm pretty sure I have a couple of these shows, and if not, I'll go out and, and hunt some down for you. Okay, what? I can do that. Well, well Delaney, I thought that um, would be too hard, you know, hard to find. Well, I'd love we'll, to have uh, uh, CD of that. That'd be great. Yeah, and I'm, I'm positive I have a couple, but let me let me see what else I can find out there. So, Well, I am so delighted that you called in, Delaney. Thank you very I'm much. Well, happy and you New have, Year. Happy New you Year. have yourself a peaceful day tomorrow. Happy New Year. Same to y'all. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Love Bye. you. Thanks. Bye-bye. All right. Well, I have stuff. Did you did you want to take a break? Or, or would I'm you fine. Like I, was just, I was concerned about my Patricia. Is she okay? Or she, does she yeah, want I'm, I'm fine now. You're I, fine I grabbed now? 714. 545-2071. Now send all snacks to Patricia at FloridaWriter <laughs> at Hotmail.com. Now that one is okay. Don't send money. Send food. Snack. This send is good. food. Now this uh, is good. chocolate, it would be very acceptable through the email. Sugar, yeah. sugar, 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 sugar added into her chocolate would be good that way. She can add, she can eat those. Yeah, as long as it's in the email. That's right. That's yeah, right. I, I can do that. Yeah. I can do that. Yeah. Well, I have stuff that is so much fun. Let me see. New Year's. Okay. Now, we have a couple of special things. In addition to your 
to your questions tonight. Do you remember last week we were talking about Mary Tyler Moore? Uh-huh. It was her birthday last week? Yep. Well, just by happenstance, I was squirreling around the L.A. Times today. The Daisy Hill Puppy Farm. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to find a new Stump Walden question. I thought I'd get you through six in a row. Oh, my goodness. You are good. Did you write that down? Did no, you helped me. You helped me. You helped me memorize that. By tell me, you gave me a clue how to memorize that. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I shot myself in the foot. Okay. So when when you play a show, I'm going to have to go. <laughs> I did. That's, that's your stump welded question for tonight. Is where was Snoopy born? You were going to run that puppy to the ground, weren't you? I was, and I was so confident you were going to blow it. And what I what did I do? I I told you Daisy you, Flower. You, yeah, you told me Hill. Daisy Flower, yeah, and so you helped me memorize that. <laughs> well, all right. Well, when when we play a show later, I'm I'm going to have to go out and find a different question for you because really that's the question I had for you. Where was Snoopy born? Oh, and I've got such great Snoopy information too. But here's this this little itty bitty thing. Mm-hmm. I hopped onto, as you know, I, I travel across the country and I'm, you know, check a newspaper here and a newspaper there, and it gives me a good, well-rounded idea of what's going on in the country. So today, I hopped over to the headlines in the LA Times, mm-hmm. and here is this little piece that the Mary Tyler Moore House is being sold, the Minnesota House that was used for the exterior shots on the Mary Tyler Moore Show is on the market for $2.895 million. Walden, this thing is 9,500 square feet. In Minnesota. In Minnesota. I guess it's not near the beach. It is not near the beach. And the pictures, or the picture, they only had one illustrating this. And they did have listing information. You could... I have the contact name of the person, of the people who listed this. It had a single picture, and it was recent, so it had snow on the ground. It was just beautiful. It looked like it belonged at the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Well, I'm pretty sure that's, it, a, I'm pretty sure that's the comps in the area don't, won't match the price, so. I don't know. It's a really nice area. Ah, okay. It, it looked like some equally stately houses, but mm-hmm. it's just a beautiful old house with a, a semicircular front porch and cupola and uh, a peak in the front. There are windows everywhere, and they're old-type windows, just the, the vertical rectangular ones, the vertical rectangles, but there are so many of them, and the front has so much glass. Can you imagine heating 9,500 square feet in the middle of Minneapolis in the wintertime? Oh, that's almost 10,000 square feet. That's a big house. Huge. That's a shopping mall, for goodness sake. but it is a beautiful, beautiful house to look at. It is absolutely charming. So I thought I'd let you know. That it's, I mean, it's got gingerbread millwork, mm. and oh, it's just it's so charming from the from the, the turn of the century. Right. And I, I thought you'd like to know you could pick it up for a mere two point nine million. Family, we found a place that we can have the family reunion. So if we can all donate a dollar to this project, we can have the family reunion there. We have to chip in. Yes. we really do. Yeah. I can't do this by myself. So we'll I'm all going chip in a dollar each. If we, oh yeah, this it, is cool. We, um, we, yeah. Well, we're still collecting for Jack Armstrong. Right. We haven't talked about Jack Armstrong. Oh, that's right. That one, we need a dollar. That's right. 
You think we um, need more of a dollar? A, just a commitment of a dollar yeah. you to think free we, Jack Armstrong. You think we need more than a dollar for Maritime Morris House? I think we're going to need either that or we have an audience the size of <laughs> what we think it is. <laughs> we need 2,895,000 people to put up one dollar each and, for the Mary And I know Morris. Patricia got that much room on her on her uh, scrap pad, so if all two million eight hundred you can start calling in. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> two million eight hundred and ninety five thousand and then we're yeah. going to need extra to heat this place. Yeah. I mean we can't run around with little space heaters in all the corners, the pipes would freeze. Yeah, true. I wonder how the, much oh, the monthly the monthly the monthly maintenance bill might be a few bucks. I was, I was just going to suggest that maybe we would need somebody to come in that's got nine bathrooms. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I do not do nine bathrooms in a week. I'm sorry, I just do not do nine bathrooms, Walden. We're going to have to get somebody to come in and help. Okay, so we're going to need, we're going to need, we're going to need a family to pick ten. Well, name. Oh, I know. Everybody who donates, we can they can sponsor a bathroom. You know that <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll put your name on the bathroom door, and that's the one you take care of for the family. How about that? Seven bedrooms and nine bathrooms. Well, I guess, that, yeah, you'd have to have a bathroom downstairs. I guess so. And the bedrooms are probably mm -hmm. upstairs. Yeah. And in the turret, that which is, um, oh, I don't know, kind of a, a an ice cream cone, an upside-down ice cream cone thing, mm -hmm. on the third floor is converted into an office, and that's got loads of windows, too. <sighs> I wonder if somebody's got to be living in it. I mean, it looks like it's been very well cared for. Supposedly, we can pop two or three million dollars for a house. You can afford to take care of it, I would guess. I don't know. But it's pretty. Anyway, I thought it was coincidental that we were talking about Mary Tyler Moore That's and true. the show That's last true. week. And this week, I hop onto a, an oddball newspaper site. And yeah. there is, yeah, there, there is, is the Mary Tyler Moore house. There is. So, I have information tonight about New Year's customs and fun facts. I have got a really great list, and I want to go over that one first, about the Times Square ball dropping mm -hmm. and the kinds of celebrations that are other places in the country. Times Square is not the only thing that drops stuff off a building. We should call somebody who's there right now. In in Times Square? Mm-hmm. Why? Well, if we want to get an update report on how, how he's getting out of the mess... Who's, who's there? Is Dr. Mike there? No. Our buddy Martin Grams. Martin went to New York City and he got Times Square? And he got tickets. When I talked to Mike last night, how in the world did Martin get tickets? What did he get tickets to? I don't know. I didn't know you had to buy a ticket to watch the ball or drop. Or maybe you got maybe you get free seats. Maybe you get seats. Or, you know, there, there might be yeah. a select area. Like at the St. Patrick's Day Parade, you can get tickets for seats. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's I I never thought about that. I didn't I didn't know that you could do that. So well, that's, that's where Martin was tonight. Oh, bless Martin. Yeah. I thought he uh, I just. You thought you were racing better. You thought you were racing better than that. <laughs> I, I was trying to figure out a, a polite way to say that. It just. I, Millions of people show up, and yeah. they have a good time, but, I mean, you have to bring your own champagne, and da-da-da. 
Well, um, you, you gave an interesting fact. And you don't fact. have enough porta potties for a couple of million people. Yeah, and you gave an interesting fact that pickpocket heaven. I never thought about that. Pickpocket heaven. Yep, that mm-hmm. is the day when pickpockets make their money. It's, it's like Black Friday is for the stores. It's mm-hmm. a make it or break it day for them. Yep. And New Year's Eve is a make it or break it day for pickpockets. If you do well on New Year's Eve, you'll do well for the rest of the year. <laughs> you have, you have to collect ahead of time on Dude. New Year's Eve. But yes, you, you don't put anything in your pocket that you can afford to lose. And it's best to not carry a purse, but figure out a way you know, to carry stuff inside your jacket right. and in pockets inside. Right. It just is a wise thing to do. I mean, you're, you're surrounded by people... And I mean surrounded by people. This is elbow-to-elbow stuff when you get closer and closer to Times Square. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I've got some the about the ball that dropped this year. Yep. I've got stuff. The theme for this year, every year is a theme. This year, it's peace, which is very nice. The sphere itself is 12 feet in diameter, and this one this year weighs 11,875 pounds. Mm. Now, that is one heck of a hoist. Yeah. Wow. Yep. I wouldn't want to drop that on my foot. No. Understandable no. that they keep people away from the drop point. I would say so. Okay. Now, it's crystal, but it's not crystal all the way through. It's got an aluminum frame that's mm-hmm. filled with wires to light it up. But new crystals can be attached to the ball for a custom look each year. Mm. It's covered with a total of 2,688 Waterford crystal triangles. Wow. And they vary in size from almost 5 inches to almost 6 inches per side. This is pretty cool. That's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Hello there. You're on the air. Put me down for a dollar. You want to put a dollar down for the house? Okay. You want you want to sponsor a bathroom too? Yeah, whatever. Okay. See. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this this is good. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming Patricia. I'm assuming Patricia didn't want to clean all nine bathrooms. That's why if you want to sponsor, be one the one to take care of the bathroom. We can make it. You can live there for free if you do the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, actually, I don't mind bathrooms. If you would take the kitchens, I, I would, I hate to do kitchens. I don't mind doing bathrooms. You're going to start a list. I put my name down on the list. Okay. Okay. Well, so okay. Bob, Bob is in for a dollar for the house. Okay. <laughs> for the Mary Tyler Moore house. <laughs> okay. That's just a stone's throw away from here. Oh, oh, no kidding. Minneapolis, of course it would be. Did Have you ever seen any of these big houses, these big old houses in Minneapolis? No. It uh, is magnificent. No. Okay, well, it's worth a trip. I'll get the address for you, and you can check out the bathrooms. <laughs> <laughs> we, we'll call the agent, the real estate agent ahead of time saying that we're sending a lookout person ahead of time. We <laughs> want. <laughs> we're sending a scout ahead. <laughs> This is good. We're, we're radio moguls and we're in the market for a house. This is good. Oh, this is good. I had to call in again before you guys. I thought you were going to pull a plug on it early one. <laughs> I know the family wants to sweep, but I think I think they're going to wake up. Well, I can't imagine yeah. when they're all at. They ought to at least be up on New Year's Eve. Well, maybe they're out celebrating well, that could without well us. But, but without us? Oh, I can't imagine that they would go out without us. Oh. oh, well, I, I imagine about uh, ordering food for for Patricia, probably. You're going to ship it via email, probably. 
I'm, yeah, yeah, I agree. It's it's just not the place to be Always anymore. The amateurs, yeah. <laughs> and those are the ones you don't want on the road. Are the amateurs? Yeah, I'm on your side. Well, this is really nice of you to kick in right away. I mean, I think you get a prize for being the first one. Take to collect <laughs> well, the biggest well, one is Patricia going to the bank with two with two million eight hundred and ninety five thousand one dollar bills. I mean, one she, dollar bills. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she has enough That's, time dealing with the post office. I can just imagine her going into the local bank. One night, I had information about how much money weighs, mm-hmm. and it would have come out that something this size would come out to a ton. It. it, it just blew me away. I'll have to see if I can squirrel that out. How big a bundle do you think two million one dollar bills would make? Many. It might be. It might go back to the old days of the twenties in Germany with the wheelbarrow, Patricia and a wheelbarrow. Yeah. Yes. Buy a loaf of bread with a wheelbarrow yeah. of money. You know, I think um, people don't realize how much, like a billion, is. Isn't a billion one one million of a million or something like that? A million millions? A billion? Well, I got a. I, I don't know if I shipped that. It's a thousand it million. It was a billion is one thousand million, yeah. and a million is one thousand one thousands. Yeah, a billion is a thousand millions. Right. So I'll take I take those million dollar bills. And well, now here's yeah. here's what this email said. Somebody figured it on out. If you took Billion seconds in time. Mm-hmm. It'd take you back to 1959. Wow. And then if you had a that, that was a billion seconds. And mm-hmm. then you had uh, well, they had a, they had it broken down to to even more like uh, if down to minutes and down to hours probably. Minute was a, if you had a billion minutes, it'd take you. Uh, People just don't realize how much a billion dollars is. Well, I tell you, a billion here and a billion there really don't add up to anything compared pretty, to the government debt. Was, was that Everett Dirksen who said something I like that? I think so, yeah. When he was... A billion here and a billion he, there? Yeah. Yeah, a billion here and a billion there, and pretty soon you're talking about big My, money. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just would be hard-pressed to spend a billion dollars if you had a, a billion... Oh, dollars. I would like to try. Well, I think. Well, I we know the, we know the government has still having a, still on a pretty good run. They don't have any problems. No. But for an individual, uh, unless you would waste it, you know, just spend yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I would. I would give. A, would it count if I gave a lot away? Would give it away. Do I have to just? Yeah. Do I have to just use it or spend it? Well, no. If you were gonna, if you if you wanted to. I, that, that was a question once a long time ago, too, if you had X number of dollars and you had to end up with nothing. What would you do with it? Yeah. You know, you, could, you had to spend it, and, and then when you were all done, you only had so much time, and <laughs> you'd, uh, you'd, yeah. you wouldn't have it anything was, uh, left at all, and it would just be hard to get rid of it all. There was a show on one time, and it might have even been a Twilight Zone where a guy was obligated. He absolutely had to go through this money. 
within a particular time frame or something terrible was going to happen to him. And he couldn't. He couldn't do it. He was trying desperately to spend all of this money, and he couldn't. I remember... He could not get through the whole thing. I think there's some people are funny that... that uh, Link Carter wanted to send this guy out and he had to give away his money and he had a hard time for people accepting his money. People... When they wanted to give it, they wouldn't take it. Yeah. They wouldn't take it, yeah. They thought thought there was some, uh, you know, a hidden agenda or something. Yes, yes. And even if it wasn't hidden, somebody who was standing on a street corner giving away his money would have felt very uncomfortable because I would have thought that there was a problem with him. I didn't know there was a restriction. They couldn't, they couldn't say they were part of the, uh, the People Are Funny show. You know, they they couldn't, he couldn't give away the purpose, you know, how, why he was giving right. money. Yeah. Well, now if somebody yeah. came up and wanted to give you $5,000, would you be a little suspicious of A lot. I would. A lot. And that's what I meant when I said I, I wouldn't take it because I would have thought that he had a problem, that he was not able to think properly and recognize what he was doing. So I would call somebody. I wouldn't take the money. I would call somebody. And then if he was lucid and he loved me and he really wanted to give it to me, then I would take it. Well, think of all these scams. The email scam with the... Uh, oh, my oh, gosh. The, yes, the Nigerian the, one. Yeah, the Nigerian yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah have everybody a, wants to give away money. Just send me your bank, bank account, account number. Mm. Oh, my. Oh, my. So you're hanging in there with us, Bob? Uh, oh no! Oh no! What are we going to do without you? Here, I, I have something to help. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm trying to. I want to keep you awake. <laughs> are you awake? That's almost as bad as, as Big Texas Bell. Oh, good grief! Oh, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll do it more quietly later. Is this better? <laughs> Not much, huh? <laughs> okay. Sorry. I was holding it too close to the phone. Doesn't I, I sound like, a, doesn't I like an ill eagle? Ill eagle? Ill eagle. Ill eagle. No, ill eagle. An eagle? Yeah, an ill eagle. And does that sound like an eagle? Yeah, it, it sounds like an ill eagle or a sick bird. Oh, an ill. Oh, a sick eagle. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was I'm, trying I'm to be a funny. There used to be a, a joke about that. Il, oh, Il Eagle. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. That one's failing right by me. Yep. This is very good. You can thank you can thank Lynn Noyes for this. He and his significant other sent this to what is What is that thing? Is it, is it a bird? It's, yeah, it's a bird. It's um, um, a toucan. Uh-huh. And a toucan <laughs> has, a, has a very... What? A toucan. A toucan. Yeah. Do it again. Well, I mean, it's a little toy. It's not. I think Walden was right. I think that's an illegal. <laughs> well, a toucan is the one that does Fruit Loops. Oh, I remember. I remember those. Yeah. Well, he probably doesn't, but it's a great little toy. They had to put something on here. <laughs> and he's got a big mouth, so when his, when his mouth goes, and his little wings spin around. Uh-huh. Oh, no, they don't. They just vibrate. His little wings vibrate. Do you think he's uh, audio 
circuit needs to be repaired? <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's just a little pull trigger. He'll never run out of batteries because he doesn't need one. You're really up there. Okay. I'm, Listen, I'm Patricia and her menagerie, she's living with a menagerie of stuff, of stuff over there. we got a bird. That's right. I do. And I've got Alvin. Alvin. Kipmer, a teddy. And a teddy there. Yeah, she's getting good. I got good stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, the chickmunks are sound pretty good. Maybe Patricia wants to sing the chickmunks song. I don't think so. No. Okay. No. I promise not to. <laughs> I, I crossed my heart and I'm not going to sing because that's my gift to everybody. Not singing is a good gift. I, I would fall into that category also. You, so we could not sing together. This is good. It would be a duet. Well, we, could do, we could do enough. <laughs> we could do it. A duet of silence. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sound, we will be the sound of silence. You don't do too bad. She doesn't. She she underrates herself. Yeah, really. She does. Get out. You do. Get out. I sound like Mitt Romney. No. You no. Pretty good when you say good night. I forget what it was you saying. Happy birthday. That's I believe it was. Yeah. Yeah. She she does a good job with that. Sure. We're gonna we're gonna. I know. It's. I got it. If Elvis what? can go in and record and become a multi-recording star, or just get Patricia into the recording studio, maybe she'll be discovered. You mean with, like Elvis? Yeah. I, I don't have a crooked lip and a, and a ducktail. Well, you're very kind. You're very kind, but I couldn't listen to me, so I'm... I'm well, who cares? I mean, as long as you're getting paid for it, Patricia, you'd be fabulous. That's wouldn't right. It? Throw another zero in there and I'll <laughs> sing whatever you want. In fact, I kind of quit listening to music after about the 70s. That was your cutoff? Yeah. Well, I, I, have some, I have some good news for you. Right. I, I listen to the radio in the car. You know, I've got some music stations. Mm -hmm. And the music of the 80s and 90s is now considered the golden oldies. <laughs> now, doesn't that make you feel good? I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have any idea at all what they what they they sing. Well, I I like the the 80s and some of the 90s, so I'm cool on that. It's just a little painful to know that they're putting them in the memory book. <laughs> oh. oh my! Oh my! Well, when they got into the the heavy metal and stuff, that's that's kind of when I quit. Oh my goodness! I don't know how people. Well, somebody must be listening to it. Well, they have lost their, they, they've lost their hearing. They've run around with the boombox, and they don't hear it. They, don't, they can't hear music anymore, so That's whatever. The people who, you're right. The people yeah. who buy the albums can't hear them anyway, so. <laughs> That's a good thought. <laughs> good but thought. The other night they mentioned about they were driving down the road in their car, and I, there's, maybe he's moved out of the neighborhood because I haven't heard him for a while. Summertime, more than that, but, you know, that bass, even with the oh, gosh, goes, yes. You can hear him go down the road. Yep, I think yeah. Ralph was talking about that. There's some young kid that comes by twice a day or something. Yeah. If, I, I've seen them where they've got those walkman stuck in their ears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. walk by and you can hear it. And you can hear it. Can oh, yeah. you imagine what 
Well, the thing always gets me is when you're in a car and a guy drives by, and you, you and you can just feel the vibration. Boom, mm -hmm. boom, 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 boom. There's something about bass that turns guys on. Girls don't do this. This is a guy thing. I'm serious. I tease I tease everybody about this, but it really is a guy thing. Well, I don't know. If, well, yeah, I guess I've I've seen some young gals in cars and, and you can see them bouncing up and down and they're listening to something. Well, I thought they're, well, ba they're basically putting on their makeup and yeah, text messaging. You're not hearing it on your side. It's not like the, the bass is rattling the windows when the girls... You know what I think about bass turned up like that? You know what I think about it? <laughs> <laughs> so there. I have spoken. I guess I better put this thing away. It, it can get old, can it? No. You can All keep right. it out. Set aside you, you until we hit the next time zone and we're six minutes and then I can play it again. You can play your, you can play your bird. I can... <laughs> The next time you're going to that's the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's saying that stuff, <laughs> Oh, my God. That's part of Nebraska, too. That's right. I have a central. Uh, half of Nebraska <laughs> is in the... Oh, dear <laughs> me. Oh. Do you, Mom, know that you say things like that? Well, I didn't say you could give the bird, you can play the bird. <laughs> no, I think that's worse. I, I, well, I'll let you know. I'll try okay. to let you know. Oh, Bob. Oh, you got to rescue me here. I hope you stay with us for a while. You're not really... Can people have as much fun as they can on a Saturday <laughs> I don't know. And it's on I, Monday too, so we we got five days to warm up. That's right. It's, it's uh, well today's today today's Monday. Oh, I see. So well, I'll be on with John Larry Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We got brand new interviews, and Patricia will be back. And Patricia's going to interview D. Martin's daughter uh, on Saturday night. On Saturday. Yeah. Okay. And then don't people tune in on Sunday. You'll hear a brand new interview with Jane Witters. Now, then, then after that, then you're going to be back to just once a week. Right. Yeah. Uh, see, that's going to be... A yeah, you'll have to wait till the holidays again. I don't know. I think you guys ought to get at least one more. One more, huh? One more, in, one more in the middle of the week. Well, you're going to have to talk to the boss about that. We're not applying for any time slots, but we haven't been offered any either. Wednesday. You think the big boss would... Happy, be happy to give up one of his nights in a week for us? I don't know why not. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I really think, I really kind of think they would. They, they might not admit to it, but, you know, they're progressively getting where, well, I, I, hey, Mike, I'm not going to be here good to us, Bob. I know.
You're about as good for my ego as anything I've ever had. I really think oh. they should. And you can, you can start it at 9.30 and just run it until 11 like they do. That'd be no problem. Problem with that. Patricia, yeah. I, it takes 90 minutes for it to warm up. I mean, you have the problem. We, we've done a couple of, uh, at a couple of different times, we've done a weekday slot where it was 10.30 to midnight Eastern time. And suddenly the bell rang, and Walden and I said, it's over? Well, that's <laughs> and, it, and it was all gone. That would be the problem. It, it doesn't last long enough. Uh-huh. You'd have to run it out maybe until midnight. Your time. Well, yeah. you're too much. You are too much. Well, you can be our manager. Would you like to be our manager? I don't know about that. <laughs> We're both controllable. You can just feed us with chocolate. I think we'll be very good clients. Oh boy, I'm I'm like a tiger. You give me a, a piece of fish. You give a tiger a piece of fish, and he's a pussy cat. You give me chocolate, and I'll do the same thing. <laughs> now, surely, surely they listen. Of course. Oh, I don't expect I don't expect anybody to listen to us. No, no, don't you think? Don't you think Big Texas listening? Right? Nah. 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 No. Nah. He, nah. He's upstairs. He's sleeping. Well, if he had a cold, I can understand. Yeah, that. yeah. Now I've often there and listen to the thing. Well, I often, I off, I often, I always figured they got other things to do. And and we're the mice coming out when the cats are out. Oh, yeah. If they're not listening, they don't know what they're missing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you are too good to us. Boom, 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 boom. Maybe that's why they don't offer you one day a week. You think they're afraid? Because they have listened and they know what kind of reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bob, you're so good for us. Uh, well, uh, they, they do a good job, too. They, 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 they need a break is what they need. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting into the good marketing system here. Yeah, they, See, I they, knew you'd be a good manager. They, they, really, they, they really need a break. They need vacation time, huh? That's right. Yeah. They work so hard. Yeah. Yeah. And we want us to do this. Happy New Year's, everybody, in the mountain time zone. Oh, oh am I allowed? Yeah. Am I allowed? Yeah. Oh, Market. happy New Year. Happy New Year. Do you have any callers from the mountain? Oh, we do. Once in a while, but not usually. So we need somebody from the Mountain Zone to call in and let us know what New Year's Eve is like Lynn, in the Mountain Zone Lynn, area. Lynn will call occasionally. We get a couple from Utah. We get some from Utah. We get some from Utah. We get some from Colorado. That's true. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we get a couple. Yes, but we're, we're good. So we need somebody tonight to call from the Mountain Zone and let us know how it's going out in that area now that you have entered the next year. Isn't that scary? We're in a new year. Now, the guy from Wisconsin has the Central Zone covered. Well, you put that one down. Locked in place, Bob. I don't, uh, you were a little... A little short on people from uh, from around here, from the Chicago. Well, you Wisconsin and Chicago do pretty well. Um, Tonight, did they? Well, no, but I'm thinking no. historically. Actually, if you look at our 
broadcasting get Wisconsin and Michigan are generally in the top five states that listen to Yesterday USA. <coughs> Along with they all know the father's here. I guess so. They're waiting for Bob to call in to entertain the audience, I guess. But uh, Wisconsin and Michigan and New York and California all do very well. Pretty good. Whatever happened to the summer from South Carolina? He, you know, I was asking Walden, um, or well, we were he talking called about, about him, Harwood. About he two weeks a ago. Weeks ago, but I think he, I think work had really eaten him up in terms of uh, yeah. he's been busy putting some stuff down, and I think he's just been, I don't know, making a living and getting into people's way, and making having fun. I think that's the problem. Yeah. We, we have to do something about that. If I could have my billion dollars, I'll take care of everybody who can't be with us because they have to work. Oh. So, so if we have a billion dollars to give away, we could take care of that, and mm-hmm. then everybody could come out and play. You know, like you know, Patricia, I bet if we were offering $1,000 per phone call, I think we would, wouldn't have any problem getting phone calls. You know what? Yeah. If we were offering $1,000 a phone call... I think we'd still have our family. <laughs> I know we would. Eh? We, yeah. No, we, I mean, but, you know, we, we don't have to pay them. No. They really call voluntarily. Yes. Bob, I didn't pay you. We're not paying you to call, right? You don't have to pay the family to call. That's true. No, and, and, and you said all of those nice things and we didn't even pay you, right? That's right. <laughs> Good. It took you a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> he had to think about this one. I'm going to hesitate a little bit, and then I think maybe he's lying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, if you, you hesitate. Did you hesitate. Really all your styrofoam? Oh, no, I'm still chipping away at it. I'm about, oh, a third down. She's hurrying. I think the pace you'll have it done by year 216. Yeah, I think by the end of the year I should be okay. How are you just... Well, a little bit at a time. Each time I put in a new trash bag in the kitchen, I put some of this stuff in the bottom of it. A scoop a day keeps the doctor away, the way Patricia looks at it. Yeah, something like that. Those are the little beans? Well, no, they're larger than that. They're about the size of big peanuts. Okay. You know what I do with those? I take them up into my attic and throw them in for insulation. Well, I don't have that liberty. Well, I know, but... Uh, That's a good idea, though. I'm, uh, how flammable? <laughs> That's a question. You don't have to send them to me. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, you can mail them into the family envelope. Well, I, I have extras. Well, that's, that's fine. <laughs> I'd be happy to share. I... What do you do with your garbage? Bring it to the dumpster. Yeah, but okay, can't you put a whole bag out there? Well, you know, I'm sort of spreading it around the landfill. Don't they have recycling? Yeah, but nobody takes the styrofoam. Well, they do if you put it in a bag and put it in a recycling bin. No, we're not allowed to put styrofoam in the recycling bin. What are you going to do, put you in jail? (laughs) Well... There is, it's, you know, it's really interesting. <clears throat> Hold on. Huh? Patricia's going to play with her with her duck for a second here. With her duck? Yeah. Let's see, let's outside. 
is our number later tonight. Now, Patricia, honk the bird. Just make sure family knows you're okay. What happened to Patricia? She, she, she had a glass of water. She, she drank some lemonade and aspirated it. Uh, and boy, that's hard stuff when it goes down the wrong pipe. Yeah, oh, true. wait. Um, you want... You want, I want to, yeah, yes, I'm fine. Yes. I want to make sure yeah. you're okay. You didn't have to speak. As long, as long as you can squeak the bird, you'll be okay. Yeah. That. I know. It's terrible what? stuff to drink. When I had this cough when I first got the cough. I mm -hmm. took a big glob of honey and was going to suck on that. And then I got the cough and well, when you go, <laughs> you cough, and then you got to breathe in, and then I breathe oh, in honey in, and honey doesn't run down like water does. Mm. And uh, I was kind of worried there for a bit. Wow. And how? You know, Boy, that stuff will coat the inside of your uh, stomach. Well, that's what I thought it was going to do, and I wasn't going to cough anymore, but... That'd be one way to kill it off, right? Yeah, really? Yeah. But, uh, no, that was... That didn't turn out too good. So I can understand if you drank lemonade and you were, <laughs> you were expelling that. Like, cause it went down the yep, I know she, she was trying to do bottoms up and she almost bombed out. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I'm just going to be quiet for a minute. Okay. And then I'll start talking again. Okay, you you be quiet. Bob and I will talk here for a second. Okay. Okay, so what do you think, Bob? you think the batch is going to do okay tomorrow? They better. Alvarez thinks they're going to do good. We get a pretty good side bonus for coaching the team. Well, you know, I didn't quite understand that. But he get $90,000 to uh, come back and coach him for that one game. Oh, I thought I heard somewhere. Uh, also, a bonus, uh, if uh, 180000 if he yeah, wins it. it if he wins it, he gets another bonus. He'll like a quarter of a million dollars total if he can win the game. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think they can't fire him because they've already got his replacement. That's right. That's what I mean. They can't. They can't fire Barry because he's only going to coach one game. So he, yeah. He'll go back to being athletic director. Yep. Yep. and Cardinals. Ah, ah, yeah. okay. Yeah, they're going to be on t TV tomorrow. You can watch the, man you can watch, uh, the animal play, Patricia. Oh, hooray. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopee. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, oh, you remember oh. that old TV show in the 70s? Let's see, the um, Omaha, Mutual of Omaha. The, the Wild Kingdom of... Uh, Wild Kingdom. That's what it is, Patricia. It's a new. It's another version of Wild Kingdom on TV tomorrow. Oh, 
Yeah. Five o'clock. Our very time. own Marlon Perkins. Oh yeah, he always had a good voice. He did. He, he did. did. But he used to send that poor guy. I don't know what his name was. Um, he used to send him jumping into the water. Now while Jim is re- is wrestling the alligator, I will tell you. <laughs> Uh, who's going to raise... Do we ha- yeah, we do have gators, don't we? Oh, yeah. Florida has, Florida has a gator. Florida has... Yeah, gators. Pl- the gators yeah. Are pl- I think the gators are playing them all. You can watch them. Oh, I can't wait. I think the gators... I can't are, wait. The gators are playing the Cardinals. Oh, I'm so excited. You yeah, should. yeah, yeah. <laughs> they have a gator bowl? Yes, they do. That's them all. Patricia can go to the Gator Bowl and then come home and watch the Gator play on TV. She'll be happy. Okay, serious question here, guys. Where did the word bowl come from as it is attached to all of these games? I don't know. That's a great question. Um, right. Yeah. I'm probably, my thinking is the, the Rose Bowl, we call it the Rose Bowl because the way the stadium was, right, it was, you know, a hole in the ground. It's a natural um, covers. And I think that's why they call it a bowl. So how did it get attached to football games? There, there was a rose bowl, there was a cotton bowl, right. and an orange bowl. Right. And that was about it. And a sugar. And a sugar bowl. Yeah, and that was about it. Now we have peach bowl and hula bowl. We have 35 of them. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I'm doomed. But the Rose Bowl was really the... The granddaddy. granddaddy of them all. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But don't you forget to watch the Rose Parade now tomorrow, Patricia. Oh, right. Mm Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen it, Patricia? Probably not. Oh. That's right. You don't get get up in time. Well... It's not something that, you know, I mean, I just wouldn't jump up and down and say, oh, goody, goody, the Rose Bowl was on, uh, or the Rose Parade. Well, see, what I'm is, not a big parade person either, but I like the Rose Parade. Yeah. Okay, if you promise. Now, I might even have something about the Rose Parade in here. Hold on. Yep. You know who gets sometimes the biggest applause? <laughs> you know who gets some of the biggest applause at a parade? Who has the biggest what? Applause. Who generally might get some of the biggest applause? Oh, Santa. Oh, he's not there anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm who being, gets I'm the get, biggest I, I'm being facetious about this. Yeah, who would get the biggest applause in a parade? The end. The pooper scooper. I don't know. The pooper scoopers the after pooper the horse. The behind the horses. <laughs> oh, gee. Oh, gee. Well, I guess they would get the great thanks of the people who are following the mm-hmm. horses. My goodness, yes. No, it's, you a, don't it's do- a good parade. You watch it, and if you don't like it, then don't watch it next year. You haven't been to a parade, Patricia? Yeah, I've been to parades. You have? Yeah. Okay. However. Yeah. And it's just the fact that mm-hmm. everything that's on the floats is all live. Mm-hmm. The, the seeds and everything that they that they put on. Sometimes they'll show doing the floats, but I don't see that tomorrow. In the, in they usually show like the first hour before, but I don't know if they on like, normal TV. I'm not sure. And they're all volunteers, I think, aren't they? They are. They are. 
we we they they put out the call and three night the, the three nights before there's people volunteer and they go start decorating the folks. They do it at night. And okay. it's well, cold. I've got some I have some rose parade information that I pulled off the Huffington Post site today. Mm -hmm. Just four items. There will be forty one floats in the tournament of roses parade. 18 million is the estimated number of flowers used in the parade this year. Wow. End to end. How people figure this out or even why they bother. But end to end, they could extend from New York to Los Angeles three times. Flowers. Wow. Flowers, yes. 84,300 pounds is the record set for the heaviest single chassis float. And it was set by the natural... Natural Balance Pet Foods Float in the 2011 Parade. Last year. And the last one, well, no, I guess that would be the year before because this so, is 2013. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, right. And the last item, 39 million Americans watched the parade in 2012. 39 million. So you're saying that with all of those people looking, they really need me to look? I think so. Mm -hmm. We need you to do commentary. Right. Right. Like I said earlier, they don't have any. They don't have any. Commercial. Right. Where they break away from it. Where if you get the NBC and the CBS and the other ones, they'll they'll have commercials. Big, big All right. They used to have it, I think, Walden, and I don't think they had any commercials. Yeah, I think, the, I think uh, a lot of times here on the local channel, they just read liner notes and yeah. they'll have it going. But it is. It's really a, it's really a nice parade. Uh, okay. You convinced me. It's a wonderful parade. I bet you, Patricia, if you Google up the Grand Marshals at the Road Parade, it, it's, it's, pro it's a pretty good who's who of Hollywood and people around the world. Okay. You know? Stuff like that. All right. Thing. All right. The only parades I ever went to and to watch were oh. ones like on Memorial Day and Fourth of July and stuff, and they make me cry, so I don't go anymore. Aww. They do. I mean, I, I just... I just see why. They really they make me cry. Well, the rose parade won't make you cry. All right. Promise? Yep. Okay. All right. I will you to be our manager. <laughs> that was good, Bob. I really want you to be our manager. You could sell us. I know you could. But you know what I'm going to do now? <laughs> You're going You're to gonna bed. You're going to go to bed without us? Huh? You're going to go to bed? Well, yeah. There might be somebody else that'd like to get on here, too. You never get to. Okay. Okay. And I don't All right. Well, thank you for the dollar for the Mary Tyler Morehouse. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Just let me know when you want me to send it. Okay. 
right. Maybe well, we can call the agent and tell them, we have, tell them we have a down payment. Yeah, I'll call the agent in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Every, what is it? Every journey begins with one footstep? Yeah. That's right. Okay. But anyway... Hey, Happy New Year again. You too, Bob. Happy New Year, Bob. Thanks for being there, and thanks for being in the family. If, if Gosh, I, we love having if you. I, if I have to, I'll have to just wait until next Saturday. Call. I know. Yeah. I know. Boy. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> Something to look forward to. Bob. Good night. Good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh. <clears throat> 714-545-2071. We're looking at the Pacific Time Zone. Ron is supposed to be calling at the top of the hour to play, O-N sign, so uh, we'll be looking forward to that here in a, well, for a little while. Well, this is, okay, well, I have more stuff about Times Square and other, other drops around the country. Would you like that? I would love it. Or do you want to do something different? I would love to hear it. Okay. Um, we left off that the crystals are about five inches and six inches per side. Mm-hmm. And for 2013, these are Waterford crystal um, mirrors, you know, these little glass inserts. Waterford crystal, I mean, that's really high-end stuff. Yep, yep. Um, For 2013, Waterford's peace theme has been woven into the design of every single crystal triangle. The images and, and, um, I mean, people looking at this, how high up is the Times building? It must oh. be about 60 or 70 stories. I would say I so. I don't know. I would say so. All right. So now in these itty-bitty crystals compared to the million stories of these things, every crystal has a dove with their wings spread or people holding hands around the world, a sunburst, heart, angel. Every one of those things has has a, one of those little goodies on there. Symbol, and yeah. Yeah, and keep it, and, and those are, well, they're not hand-etched, but to put those things, and this is a one-year. They're, they're, one they're hand-carved, basically, or whatever, hand-crafted, or whatever, yep. Unreal, and this will be for one year. Okay, this is the first time in nearly 40 years that Dick, Clark's, Dick Clark will not be there. Right. Because, of course, we lost him in 2012. Yep. However... His wife Carrie was invited, and she's going to be there. You know who? You know who? You know who are best friends? Yes, yep. yes, Frank and Bobby Brzee. Yep, Bobby and Carrie practically all, talk <coughs> all the time. Uh, yep. So Carrie, Carrie is going to be there. And the final item: why the public relations department ever included this one? Last year, Lady Gaga kissed the Waterford crystal ball before it dropped on New Year's Eve. My question is, who cares? <laughs> yeah? right. Here's. Okay, so here, around the rest of the country, the Mount Olive Pickle Company in Mount Olive, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. will have a pickle drop. They actually had a pickle drop. Oh, well, no, I think that sounds pretty good. I think I like pickles. That would be very good. I know, but, there, I mean, there were so many red Pennsylvania. Red, oh, no, wait a minute. Where is Mount Olive? Mount Olive, I believe, is in North Carolina. Is that possible? I thought, I thought you said Pennsylvania. Right. Well, they have a three-foot-long pickle that drops down the company's 45-foot flagpole into a pickle tank. Hello there. You're on the air. 
Yeah, it's Kirk from Mahabra. Happy New Year! Oh, hi, Kirk. How Happy are you? Happy New Year. By the way, Walden, um, I don't know, I assume he must be on tape, but uh, on the New Year's Eve bash on KUSC uh -huh. is Stan Freeberg and Hunter. No kidding! Yep. And he, he told a couple of stories that I hadn't heard before. Yeah. Well, that's good. I And, and I've got to say, yeah. he sounds so much, I don't know when this was done, mm -hmm. because the original one was done in 2009, and... I don't know if they're rerunning that sh that show because I don't remember. Right. But um, I don't know whether I hope that's correct or not because he sounds so much better than he sounded on the night that he was on with you guys. Mm -hmm. It must have been a bad night for him. You know well, what I mean? well, he he had a lot of stuff going on that weekend. He had to get ready to go, you know, work uh, that weekend. So he probably had stuff going. Yeah. But uh, you know. But he sounded a little bit, you know, a little bit disoriented in, in places. Well, you know how old he gets now. Oh, yeah, he's oh, getting up there, so. That's what I said. He was, you know. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's on the New Year's Eve bash. But, like I told you, it's difficult to record it because of the way the, the replay RAV comes. Oh, uh, dear. It's, it's too bad. Yeah. So, but, um, anyway, oh. I, got, I am probably the only person that you know that uh, if they are around and if I don't have anything else to eat, we'll eat the odd pickle here and there. And, you know, it's actually surprising how really few pickles are in each jar when you come to think about it. When you think about how much you pay for each of those pickles. Because mm -hmm. even in those big jars, sometimes there's only maybe 10 pickles in there. You know, uh, right. in the big jars. And so they're actually, you know, kind of expensive. I guess it depends on what kind of pickles you buy. What kind of pickles True. do you buy? Well, uh, sometimes like Clawson, but sometimes um, Kathy makes, um, she makes sweet pickles. And so she, she gets, um, she takes not kosher dill because the kosher dill have garlic, but another, uh, some other type dill pickles. And she actually turns them into sweet pickles. And they love those sweet pickles. Hmm. They, they eat them with turkey. And so everybody is wild about her pickles. She, she I like the food processor so that they're, you know, the nice slices. And then, well, uh, and then you know, puts them in the stuff with sugar and vinegar and cinnamon I think I'm not sure about that you know I'm just got thinking guys who thought of the idea of taking taking a you know making pickles I mean it's sort of an odd thing to think you can't get a cucumber and stick it in there I mean whoever invented it hit a home run no, but wait a minute now wait a minute though yeah think about it what kind of well now they say they're they're gherkins right but if you think about what at least the way I picture a cucumber in my head, mm -hmm. the cucumbers, pickles actually, if you think about it that way, are kind of like stunted cucumbers because they're very small. Right. And they're, and they're, they're I don't understand what kind of, if it's a different breed of cucumber or what. 
Oh, yeah, there there are different cucumbers for each kind of pickle. Let me see what we've got for gherkins. That's, that's a weird... Yeah, but, I mean, who ever thought, you know, yeah, who decided to, to stick them in vinegar? In brine or yeah. And, and see if they turn from cucumbers into... And, and what do we call them? Right. Yeah, that's a good question. All right, let's see. The gherkin cucumber. Let me see. Hurry up, hurry up. Kurt is waiting. Hurry up. Load. <laughs> gherkin. All right. Gherkin is a language that cucumber understands. Hello? Huh? That's <laughs> what it says. Uh, let's see. Gherkin gives you two... Cr I'm looking at a business named Gherkin, oh, not a... Well. <laughs> Hold on. Cucumber, gherkin. All right. Gherkin is a term, a savory pickled cucumber. Hold on. Hurry up. Kurt's waiting. Well, Come on. I, I tried to get to listen earlier, before, like at about 3 o'clock, to uh, radio out of the past, and I couldn't get through. So <laughs> ah. I didn't get to hear it. And I started at 3.30. I think John Roy started at 5.30 to 7.30, and they were going to listen to us. Well, yeah, I didn't get, but I couldn't get through, I couldn't get even to the website. Ah. Uh, maybe okay. they've been down. Gherkins are picked when they're one to three inches in length. And these are among the standard. Okay, um, well, see, that's, yeah. yeah. And they're, okay, term, da, 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 West Indian burr. All right, so we need, um, do we need any other kind oh, of pickle? No, because no, that explains it. That, okay. that, that explains So what, I guess the question is, what, what, how did the origin of the pickle come about? <sighs> okay, well, as long as I'm here, let me see. Right. <laughs> origin of pickle probably came out of the Mayans when they threw people over into the, the history of pickles first appeared in Mesopotamia over 4,000 years ago. Cucumbers were first grown in India. Well, that's interesting. Hmm. That's, yeah. Uh, hold on. That's unusual. Yeah. So we have to go back a ways before we could talk to people about, all right, let's see, for centuries, people have pickled food. Yeah, oops, wait a minute. Big pickle came up. Hello, pickle. Um, origin of pickle. When a page loads, sometimes the oh, pickle, yes, did, you know, yeah. and, and everything is, is fine, and then suddenly an illustration appears. Okay, let's see here. For centuries, people have pickled their foods. We know that. The origin. The first pickles appeared in Mesopotamia over 4,000 years ago. Cucumbers were first grown in India, and the Romans brought them into countries throughout Europe. Europeans were fascinated by this new exotic food and began experimenting with different pickle recipes. You know, the French and Italians and, well, the English, not so much. Well, let's see. The word pickle first appeared in English as early as 1400 and originally meant a spicy sauce served with meat. The Dutch word pekel, P-E-K-E-L, meant a brine used to preserve food. Over time, the English word came to mean both a spicy sauce and a brine. The Dutch phrase, in de pickle zitten, which translates to sit in the pickle, may have led to our modern phrase, the pickle. 
And now we have different types of pickles. However, um, that's interesting. So we have the Mount Olive Pickle Company observing, and they are in Mount Olive, North Carolina. And I hope they're listening. I buy Mount Olive pickles all the time, and I really like them. Really? Yeah, I do. We have Mount Olive here, and they're, they're reasonable. They're not expensive like some of the others. Very good products, and I always have pickles in the refrigerator. Patricia be one be the grand marshal of the pickle drop next year. That's maybe, true. Maybe they'll send you. Maybe Mount Olive will send you some pickles. There you go. No, I think well, that'd be great. I'd love to see. I would. I'd love to see Mount Olive send you some pickles. <laughs> <laughs> what are? What do you think are the chances that somebody from Mount Olive is listening? We well, would have to have contacts. Yes. Yeah, we have to have contacts. Now, this is this is interesting. Their address in Mount Olive, North Carolina, is at the corner of Cucumber and Vine. <laughs> there really is. They're on there. That's I looked and I thought, isn't that cute? But it really is. That's where they're located on the corner of Cucumber and Vine. <laughs> isn't that cute? Yeah. I. Um, now, do do do. This is going to sound stupid, but sighted people, I'm sorry. Do cucumbers, they do grow on vines? I mean, they must. Yes, they do. They do. Okay. They well, do. See, Creepy I crawly vines. I, I mean, I know people that, it seems to me, I think I know people that have grown cucumbers, but I don't remember ever ever noticing a cucumber vine, but that's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I grew cucumbers when I had my really wonderful garden. Uh -huh. And sometimes I need pickles, but they sure don't taste as good as Mount Olive pickles. And I really mean that. I mean, it's not because they drop a pickle down their flagpole. I really like Mount Olive pickles. I, I yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's very um, and relish. I buy their relish too. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like the I like the dill relish. I I I am not such a great fan of the sweet relish, which everybody seems to have. So. I have to, yeah, I like that. I have to have Kathy sometimes get the, the dill relish. But I, I okay. like that a lot. Well, you can have that. I'll, I'll have that. And well, it, actually, I didn't, know, I didn't know dill relish existed for a long time. So. Sweet relish. I like sweet relish best. Yeah, I, most people do. But I just, I like pickles. I like pickles and relish and yeah, sweet yeah, and dill and kosher and I like them all. Yeah. Um, and Mount Olive. Uh, I really, I'm serious. I really like the Mount Olive products. I wait for them to go I, on sale and I, I buy two on. I'd ask Kathy if she's ever heard of, of Mount Olive because I don't know if they even have them out here. Yeah. Because the only ones that we mostly hear about are like Clawson and because they have the commercials, you know. Uh-huh. And I don't even know if they have Mount Olive out here. Well, we've got Mount Olive 101 on their website. It looks like a fun website. They've got somebody named Ollie. A pickle is named Ollie. He's got a little hat on. <laughs> uh, let's see. Located at the corner of Cucumber and Vine in Mount Olive, North Carolina, was originally founded for the purpose of bringing cucumbers to be sold to other pickling firms. When this initial plan didn't exactly work out, the young company found itself, well, sort of, you know. In a pickle. In a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a sense of humor. This is really cute. Um, 
Fortunately, resourcefulness prevailed, a new plan was prepared, and the company quickly began processing and packing pickles itself. From a modest beginning in 1926 with only 3,600 square feet and $19,500 in capital, Mount Olive has grown to manufacture the best-selling brand of pickles in the Southeast. Uh, so it, it is regional. Um, 1920s, what do you know? Place in history? And they also have, as of, as of 2002, they introduced the first line of no sugar added sweet pickles. Now, I haven't tasted them. I've seen them on the shelf. But I'm not messing with success. So I just yeah. stick with the regular ones. You know, when, uh, where did the tradition start when you, you know, when you bring out pickles to serve to people? Like, like, a, mm -hmm. like a plate? Why do uh, they have olives? I mean, my mom will generally serve a dish that pickles and olives. Right. I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, I, I don't, know. don't know. Pickles and olives are good. I know. The, I, I mean, love them. Olive, but I don't know. And olive is a pickle to olives. I think he wants to know who decided to Yeah, that, together. That's, that's the combination. Why do you, why do we, and it's, you know, a certain, like a relish tray or whatever you call those things. I, I, yeah. 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 I would do that. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. Who came up with the idea? Of I mean, they're, they're similar. They're both pickled items. Well, Why yeah, they? that's true. That's true. Well, you got black and green olives, so no different. That's true. Right? And ones with pits that'll crack your teeth. Indeed. And then you got the tomatoes and the green. Um, and those no. are for pretty hood. They don't have much of a taste. That's a sour taste. Yeah. Well, they're more, yeah, because of, of the... Of the pickling, they're more, you know, mm -hmm. like, like you said, more like pickled. Mm -hmm. Because the regular mm -hmm. olives, um, like those jumbo olives that you put on your fingers, and I guess most kids do that, uh, I think. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard of kids talking about putting olives on their fingers. But yeah, little funny, kids will so do I've that. Never done yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I can, with little kids, your, your fingers will fit in, those, in the holes, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, that's, uh, that, that's an interesting, uh, you know, I, I never would have thought that, uh, you know, like, and like I said, I, I, uh, it's, it's too bad that they are such a regional, uh, yeah. I'll have to ask my brother if he, if he ever, um, what are they called? Mount Olive. Mount Olive. Pickles. Mount Olive uh -huh. Pickles. Yep. And they even look good in the jar. Part of the, yeah, the, I hope the, I'm giving the business to Mount Olive. There's a book called Mount Olive, but it's not about pickles. No. It's a girl's name, no. I think. So I hope people are listening, and maybe the Mount Olive people are listening, because they even look pretty on the shelf. They're just nice pickles. I think Patricia might be a good spokeswoman for them. Uh, I think, yeah, I, I mean... Have you had your pickle today? <laughs> I, think that, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Yeah. It's time for your pickle. <laughs> so, so um, do we have a do we have a question for the evening or? Yes. Sure, we do. I want to I mean, know. We have a, I mean, not a trivia question, but a, a theme. Yeah. Two years. Yeah, I want to know what your two things. I want you to to know your most memorable New Year's Eve for any reason. People did good stuff, bad stuff. You had a good time. 
you had just anything at all memorable. Mine was memorable because I was on a date with a guy who was more interested in asking people to pass the pickles than in the conversation that was going on. Um, that was a catastrophe. Um, and we're going to be talking about Snoopy. So if you have a Snoopy and Peanuts love, I would like to hear that as well. So what about your New Year's Eve? Is there anything that comes to mind when I say that? No, I, I had a really memorable one, but you know what? I hmm. can't remember it. <laughs> was that good, huh? Yeah. Oh, gosh. All right. Yes, no, it, it was... Uh, you know, one I thing, I think to her common trait, uh, uh, the family definitely party animals. Have you noticed this about New Year's yes, Eve? Yeah. Yes, we have, which is why we're all here. <laughs> <laughs> we're all gathering around. All right, well, Kurt, we are making a memorable New Year's Eve. So next year when I ask about a memorable New Year's Eve, you can call in and say, gosh, you know, last year was really cool. And, last, and we, 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 dis we discussed pickles. That's right. You? And we talked about pickles. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I would like to defy any other radio station in America or around the world if their, if their topic New Year's Eve is pickles. I agree. Yes. I think, yes. Yeah. I, I think that's, you know, I, I think that, you know, we, we tend to, to try to please every taste. That's right. And so... <laughs> So we uh, don't limit ourselves to the, the political... No, 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 no. Dare I say sports? Sports? We talk about anything, uh, pickles being at least, at this point in time, the most farthest out. That's right. And I think that's great. I really, I think... That's, that's right. Great. Pickles are good. And I'm so glad that we're talking about this, because I just opened the fridge to tell you what kind of pickles I have in there. Uh-huh. And I've only got bread and butter pickles. I don't have any pickles. I, like, I have any. I like bread and butter. I like bread and, and butter. And relish. And I have relish. Why do we call them bread and butter? Pickles. Why do we call them bread and butter? Right, because who eats them actually with bread? Bread, yes, but butter. Why well, do we call them bread and butter, yeah, Patricia? I, I don't. Yeah. Well, I have some thoughts about that, okay. but I have no. Let me put pickles on my grocery list. Here. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, well, I do, and I've got peanut butter and milk and ginger snaps. Hey, that that will be the next trivia Saturday night. What's in Patricia's refrigerator? It'll be the it'll be the trivia question of the night. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Whatever. <laughs> well, I don't have any milk, so I really have to get my buns out tomorrow. And the house without milk is just not a house. Uh, a, a, um, a home without yeah. milk so is not a home. Bread and butter. Now, uh, I don't know the origin. I don't know the origin of this, but when when you've had a, a visit or someone invited you to dinner and they had a social affair, the little note that you send afterward saying thank you for including me, I had a lovely time, is called a bread and butter note. Oh, okay. I never heard of that. So, uh, yeah, and I, I haven't heard that. So. I haven't heard that. No, well, I haven't Patricia, heard that in years. Patricia. Patricia you know, all class and culture, so she knows. Yeah, things. I even got some stuff from Emily Post for you this week. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I know. Wait till you hear this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I'm guessing that people don't write little thank you notes. Yeah, when you, sure you know, even when you go to somebody's house for a pizza, it's just a nice thing to do to drop a little note that said, thank you for including me. So yeah. that is called a bread and butter note. So I'm thinking because they are kind of cute little slices that go with sandwiches that maybe it has to do with kind of a frou-frou 
social affair. You have little finger sandwiches and bread and butter pickles. I thought, know. you know, I just thought another thing that doesn't happen anymore. It's a little notice in the, in the newspaper. Well, Patricia enjoyed herself last Saturday oh, night. Oh, my goodness. At the Hughes family where she enjoyed ham, hock, and beans, lima beans, yeah, and... Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. All right, bread and butter pickles. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, has made, has made um, ham, hocks, and beans... Uh, not for a few years now, but yeah, she did. We had that this week. We had, we, it was really good. Ham, hock, and bean, you can't go wrong. And I don't know why they call it ham, hock, and bean when it's really, there's no hock in there. It's just beans and ham. Well, yeah, but it's, uh, it's I think it has to do with, with where it is. Yeah, the ham, ham came ah, the hock. Okay. Mm-hmm. I never the thought about that. Why, I think that's why they call it that. That is. All right. How did bread and popular pickles get their name? Sweet and sour pickles. Okay. If people haven't noticed, uh, we like to eat here. There's something about food and the topic of the conversation. It's very frequent. Yeah. yeah. The Swedish dish. It's a Swedish dish. Ooh. So you got that got down pat. Swedish. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We can go along here and see where. Oh, look at this. Oh, it's a newspaper. From 1984. Question. Craig Claiborne, New York Times. Oh, he was the food editor there. Hold on. Let me do this. Let me see. Okay. This year, my garden. Um, I have been told the term came about because some home chef made a preparation of sliced cucumbers with vinegar, turmeric, mustard seeds, sliced onion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know what's in it. The income they produced was pronounced bread and butter. Ah, it's my bread and butter. When people say, this is my livelihood, this is my bread and butter. Right, All right, so they produced an income from this... Uh, these bottled pickles in at a roadside stand. The income they produced was bread and butter, or the earnings for that summer. In the dictionaries, bread and butter means a staple, as opposed to a fancy and as opposed to fancy and basic or commonplace. The term has a long history of meaning taken as a type of everyday food, bread and butter. So that's where it came from. Oh, right. Well, that's where he said he thinks it came from. That's, that's, I mean, it sounds as, you know. Yeah, but Craig Claiborne was big time in the New York Times. He was known everywhere. 1984. All right, so now we know bread and butter pickles. Before I close it out, what other kind of pickles do we need to know? Uh, just a second, what? What other kinds of pickles do we need to know before I close uh, out? Where did relish come from, Patricia? Who, came, who invented the relish? The people who wanted to grind up the leftover pickles, I guess. I don't know. Relish. Yeah, but I think the relish, I think relish was a, because she said that it was mixed with other, it was mixed with sauce mixed with other stuff. So, So yeah. I think that the relish actually came before the pickles. Well, I think, I think the hot dog, did the hot dog become before or after the relish? Well, let's see. My Uh, bet is. Way after. All right, this, this is just a guess on my part. I'm going to guess that it is a product of India and a lot farther or further ahead of the hot dog than we want to Lara. Let's see. Relish is a cooked, pickled, or chopped vegetable or fruit food item typically used as a condiment to enhance a staple. Why don't they just say, slap it on a hot dog? <laughs> 
Examples are jams, chutneys, and the North American relish, which is a pickled cucumber jam eaten with hot dogs or hamburgers. You don't put relish on a hamburger. You it's a jam? A it's a jam? A cucumber jam. Well, you know, I'm getting the thought that maybe the person who wrote this hasn't eaten a lot of relish in his life. <laughs> okay, the item generally consists of discernible vegetable or fruit pieces. Ah, uh, you know what? There are so many different kinds. We're really looking for pickle relish. Yeah. Yeah, but relish relish comes in a whole huge variety of, of things, including um, chutney. So pickle relish, which I like a lot, which is the, the basic recipe begins with 12 pounds of sugar, I think, for chutney. It's good stuff, though. Pickled cucumber. All right. Relish. Cucumber relish. Pickle relish? Pickle relish. Oh, yeah. Trisha. Pickle relish, yes. You were asking about Stan Freeberg and Christmas. Green Christmas? No. A long time ago. Really? We were talking about Green Christmas months and months ago, and you said something about it. He just said that he donated all the money from Green Christmas to the Hemophilia Association. Oh, my goodness. No, I wasn't, I wasn't asking about that. I don't, months and months ago. Well, then was I asking about, about that? And, and we mentioned Green Christmas, and I think you kind of wondered, you know, how, something about how it, you know. What uh, is Green Christmas? The other Christmas stuff or whatever. She doesn't know what Green what, Christmas is. What is, Chris, what is Green Christmas? Christmas? About the, the um, Good Morning Mr. Scrooge is the whole thing about Christmas. His satire on Christmas, how commercial it was and whatever. And you oh. said, well, wait a minute. This is, he did, a, he did a, a, a thing which was commercial to talk about Christmas, which was commercial. But he said that he donated all the, all the royalties to the Hemophilia Association. Was I smart enough to say that, little thing? Gee. Well, he's giving you credit, Patricia. What can I say? Take it. Take it. Take I'll it. Take it. That's, so that's, that's what he, you know. Well, I, was, I wonder what his connection to the hemophiliac association. Hemophilia is one of those hidden disorders and diseases that people don't normally talk about. It's interesting that he would have chosen that particular yeah, place to put money. Yeah, I don't know somebody who, you know, yeah. who had it. But, I mean, it must have made a lot of money for them. I would have thought it made a lot of money in royalties. Hmm. Hold on, I'm still looking for tradition to relish. Pickle trays add color. Well, we know that. Chutney, recipes and facts. That that might. Chutney, pickles and relish. Chutney. Um, chutney is good. Chutney is good. But we don't want chutney, we want pickle relish. Pickle. Say again? What time do you have? I'm looking at the clock here. It is uh, 10 before 12. Okay. We're in good shape. Well, I was just I was just thinking that as it gets closer to midnight, I'll have to go in and I'll have, probably have to call you back. Okay. But, um... We can do that. Yeah. Okay. We'll have to talk to, um... Talk to John and Larry and see if anybody happened to have recorded the New Year's Eve bash. Okay. Which they probably didn't. They, they were based on the air, so... Yeah, if they had the same problem I did. I don't understand how, why that works, but, you know, why the, the 
Well, I haven't found out yet if the new tech, if the new player is supposed to be out yet, the new recording software. It's not, you mean the RAV? Yeah. It's not out as far as I know. I mean, I've, we've gotten, I haven't seen any announcements on it. And they've both been out this fall, and it just has not shown up. It's been a long time since they put out something. Yeah. And because it really bugs me because a lot of times when I try to add a new station, Yep. I hit the thing to add the station that says, if you want to record this, you have to do this, and you can't actually add the station, so... Well, then you got me. I went and contacted them. Because, you know, I told John and Larry about it, and I wanted to get it. And they discontinued uh, that product because they were going to offer the new updated version. Oh, you never got it? They didn't because it's not available for as commercial. Oh. So you and I are fortunate to have, to have it. Oh, I know. You know. I know. Although, if your disc gets too full... Uh -huh. Or something happens like that, it will eat all of your all of your programs, and you'll have to put them all back in. Oh wow! Which is a pain. Got to start from the beginning. Yeah. Do it. What I do, I pretty quickly pull out the files out and just put them in the hard drive. Right. Well, I've I've got now that I have a huge I have I have like a I don't even know how how big the I think mine's like 400 and something gigabytes because mm. I had a 60 on here. Mm -hmm. And that just didn't, I would use it up too quick. Yep. Anyway, did you find anything, Patricia? Well, um, what I found is really fun, but it doesn't give me the origin of pickle relish. Uh, I'm going to guess that it also came from India. However, yeah. CN, CNN has, uh, from 2009, a wonderful collection of what they call fun facts in pickled history. Number one, in the Pacific Islands, natives picked their... A pickle their foods in holes in the ground lined with banana leaves and use them as food reserves in case of storms. The pickles are so valuable that they become part of the courting process, helping a man prove he'll be able to provide for a woman. In Fiji, guys can't get a girl without first showing her parents his pickle pits. <laughs> Somebody's got a sense of humor. This is good. Cleopatra claimed pickles made her beautiful. Hmm. I don't think so. The majority of pickle factories in America ferment their pickles in outdoor vats without lids, leaving them subject to insects and bird droppings. <laughs> but there's a reason. According to food... 2009, sorry. Okay. Oh, my. According to food... Say that again, about 2009? The oh, free book. The, the, uh, the Stan Freeberg thing, the interview, mm -hmm. was from uh -huh. 2009. Ah. Okay, I, I'm asking because I said that this article is from 2009 also. Mm -hmm. Okay, according to food scientists, the sun's direct rays prevent yeast and mold from growing in the brine. I didn't know yeast and mold could survive in, but yeah, I yeah. guess they can. You get gooey on top of your pickle stuff. Mm -hmm. All right, in the Delta region of Mississippi, isn't this fun? Kool-Aid pickles have become ridiculously popular with kids. The recipe is simple. Take some dill pickles, cut them in half, soak them in super strong Kool-Aid for more than a week. <laughs> According to the New York Times, the sweet vinegar snacks are known to sell out at fairs and delicatessens for 50 cents to a dollar each. <laughs> Somebody needs to take this to the Texas State Fair. <laughs> I mean, they have contests. The the, yeah, the corny, the corny yeah. dogs. The corny yeah. dogs, if they like to call them. Right, so if they could figure out a way to fry Kool-Aid pickles, 
We're in. Okay. Not everyone loves a sweet pickle. In America, dill pickles are twice as popular as the sweet variety. The Department of Agriculture estimates that the average American eats 8.5 pounds of pickles a year. Now, I know I don't eat 8.5 pounds. Well, how many pieces, how many jars would 8 point? I I will sometimes eat a jar. It's difficult, actually, to keep pickles around because if there's if there's nothing else to eat, I'll snack on. So you're the you're you're, you're the you're the pickle monster at your so house. You, so you I make up my me. portion and probably and probably sure. And you're filling in for me. This is <laughs> good. Even Walden's, I don't know. Yeah. Listen, I gotta go. Alrighty. Call you guys. Call us in a little bit. I will call you after. I'll call you next year. Sounds great. Call us next okay, year. Okay, that's good. Talk Thanks, next Kurt. Year. Bye. Bye. Okay, we're waiting for Ron. Should be calling us pretty quick. It's five before midnight. Seven one four five four five two zero seven one. Five before midnight here on the West Coast. Or That's right. You're almost there. Almost there. You're almost there. Let's Patricia, I hope 2013 is a good year for you and for me uh, and all the way through. Hello there. And everybody. Hey, hey, Walden and Patricia. This hey. is uh, Armchair Cowboy. Hello, Paul. Oh, hi, Paul. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Good. But I missed um, I missed going to a party that my wife is now at. Uh. I fell asleep after she woke me up, and she normally would check on me to make sure I'm up and going, but but she didn't. And I woke up at 11:30, or yeah, right around there. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh, there is no way I could get ready to go. So here I am listening to you guys. You're with us instead. Yeah. That's not bad. I can tell you two things. Uh, about One about the pickles and one about a uh, memorable uh, New Year's. Perfect. I want, uh, what is the pickle first? I got to hear the pickle. Right. Okay. Uh, my parents were going on their first trip to Africa. Mm-hmm. And uh, I decided to uh, grow a huge garden in their backyard. And I uh, borrowed a big rototiller.